0: Welcome back to Mortgage Genomics Canada. I'm your host, Marco Gello. I'm a duly licensed mortgage broker in BC and Alberta, born and raised in Calgary, currently living in Vancouver. If you're from either of these provinces and require any mortgage-related services, please do not hesitate to contact me. Call or text me right now at 604-800-9593. 604-800-9593. All right. Um, welcome back, everyone. Good to be back. The uh, April numbers are out for all regions across Canada, and it's all... Uh, It's crazy, crazy numbers, like usual. About a 350% surge in sales year over year in Vancouver, uh, year over year April. And uh, in Calgary, slightly less, but still another crazy number nonetheless at 227%. So the insanity continues. The hustle bustle of real estate is still ongoing. But yes, there are signs of a cool down. But of course, that all depends on how you define cool down. Um, I can see pockets of activity that may be on the decline. But again, not anything that can make one declare, you know, a, a meaningful trend. Um, and as is the case these days with real estate in Canada, just keep on tuning in to see what happens next, right? It's just, um, yeah, it's pretty much like a reality TV show, entertaining very captivating and uh a little controversial at times real estate um also more of a side note kind of thing i was binging on google over the weekend and uh looking for more information about uh, our immigration numbers and how it relates to other countries and the reason like i'm so intrigued with the whole immigration thing is because it's such a huge driver of our population growth. Hence, our ever increasingly growing real estate market. And, you know, really, instead of a strong birth rate in Canada, which we we do not have one, it's like 1.50 births per, per woman. Um, so yeah, we don't, we don't have the strength in that department. Um, And then what we do instead, we just open our doors and top up our population as required. And, you know, I was thinking about that over the weekend. I'm like, is it that easy? Is it like, is it that easy for us to just keep our, for that to be one of our strategies to keep this thing going, right? This runaway freight train. And, you know, I was curious how, how appealing Canada is for migrants around the world. Like, how are we compared to the rest of the world? You know, so this year, I believe Canada has scheduled to welcome over 400,000 immigrants. And uh, apparently will continue to do so for the next several years after for the foreseeable future. Um, like, is, is every country like Canada? Like, does everyone do that? And and who leads the pack? And who are the main players? So did a little digging there. And um, here's a list that I discovered on good old Google. I forgot which site exactly. Actually, I think part of this was from Stats Canada. But uh, anyhow, the countries that accept the most migrants uh, in, in this order here, the the United States, number one. Okay, no no surprise there. You know, the American dream just advertised around the entire planet. Uh, Number two, Germany. Number three, United Kingdom. Number four, Spain. And in fifth place, Canada. Right, so we're in the top five in the world of attracting people to our nation. You know, so that's, uh, that's some perspective there. And then following Canada, there's France. Australia, Italy, the Netherlands, and Sweden. So those are the top 10 countries. And coincidentally enough, these countries are also the most active and strongest um, real estate markets in the world. So yeah, I think this is one of the more not talked about real estate market indicators. Everyone is all sidetracked about low interest rates being the driver, which of course has at least a lot to do with the market but it's not certainly the be-all end-all and uh, you know I, I don't think it gets as much press as it should but um, the immigration has always been a massive thing and and I think you know what's going on right now is to me it, it's amazingly fascinating like there are so many things at play here and who really knows what the next prevailing trigger will be to to either set the market off higher or or collapse it downward or perhaps maybe just have it plateau for a number of years before before the next big event happens and no one no one really knows um of course a whole boatload of people are guessing but obviously no one can say with absolute certainty and uh you know it's just it's just very captivating on the topic of interest rates, no significant activity to speak of this week. Um, I think people are spending a fair bit of time deciding fixed or variable because there's a nice little spread there. And um, really there's no right or wrong answer here. But if you want my opinion, I, I like depending on client profiles that that allow, um, I like the variable rate mortgages. You know, I'm a, I'm a variable rate guy. Uh, always have and, and have rarely stepped off the variable rate path since my time as a homeowner. Um, but yeah, that that's just me. Like I said, there's no right or wrong answer. So as far as rates go these days, you can get some pretty good variable rate mortgages out there in the 1.35 to 1.65% range. And the fixed rates are hovering around 1.59 to 2.39%. Um, yeah, call or text me. Anytime for more details on rates, 604-800-9593. Of the 600,000 or so real estate transactions that are projected to take place this year, that's a crazy, crazy number. Um, Some of them will involve family members selling to each other. And this is the feature topic of today's episode. Uh, I'm seeing more and more of these transactions lately, and not that surprising as it plays into the whole baby boomer, millennial link um, that that's that's happening right now another another mass scale intergenerational real estate trend that is in progress so more specifically i'm going to talk about and describe how a parent can sell a property to one of their children and one of the pleasant unintended consequences that arise from it let's begin and discuss this week's newsletter selling real estate to family members Hey there. Just a quick reminder about my servicing area, as I know many of you are listening from across the country. I'm a duly licensed mortgage broker in the provinces of Alberta and British Columbia, so if you are from these parts, shoot me a text at 604-800-9593 or look me up at homefinancingsolutions.ca. Throughout your dealings with me, you will also be introduced to my support team, Justin and Kelly. With the three of us, you can be rest assured we get every angle covered. And finally, over the years, I've built up some incredible working relationships with real estate agents, lawyers, notaries, home inspectors, and appraisers. So if need be, I can also be your one-stop shop and hook you up with a complete real estate team. The process is quick and swift. One application, one credit check, and access to Canada's top lenders. And now, back to the episode. A couple of weeks ago, I talked about intergenerational wealth transfer and how reverse mortgages have propelled into the marketplace as a vehicle to access valuable equity with absolutely no monthly payment obligation the homeowner who must be at least 55 years of age can apply to access up to 55 percent of their home equity and use the proceeds for anything they desire okay and for more information on that just check out my past episode the one just before this one i believe and uh, you can learn more about that another intergenerational transfer scenario came across my desk this past week, but this time it involved selling off a family home to another family member with the use of a mortgage. So nothing unusual here as far as the transaction is concerned. The purchase price was determined based on the fair market value and the qualifying mortgage was the means to close out the deal. But the unique part of the transaction was that the down payment was gifted. Okay, So this is the nice little unintended consequence that can be worked into this this file this this type of application um the down payment was gifted from the selling family member to the purchasing family member in the form of equity so in other words the purchasing family member essentially qualified for a zero down mortgage for example let's say walter owns a property that can fetch $800,000 in today's market but is willing to sell it to his son Wayne for $700,000. So Wayne can qualify for a $700,000 mortgage, but he doesn't have the required minimum down payment. Here's where the critical family bloodline comes into play. Lenders will allow the selling family member to gift the down payment via the equity of the property. So, so long as both parties are direct family members. So in this case, Walter would gift $100,000 to Wayne in the form of equity. Walter was good enough to gift as much as he did, but if he wanted to, he could gift far less and instead choose to be paid out with higher mortgage proceeds. And there you have it. The down payment to secure the mortgage is accounted for and complete. Wayne scores the property with no down payment, and Walter feels good about chipping in for the down payment. To formalize the transaction further, a statement must be included in the purchase contract that references that the seller is gifting the down payment from the equity. The lender will also require that their standard gift letter form is completed by both parties. That's all I got for today. Call or text me anytime if you have any mortgage questions at all, especially if you are in British Columbia or Alberta, as I am licensed to service these specific provinces, and especially if you are from Vancouver or Calgary, as I am very familiar with these markets. Call or text me at 604-800-9593, or you can visit my website at homefinancingsolutions.ca. Thank you again for tuning in to Mortgage Nomics Canada. Stay well, everyone. Talk again soon.